0: star wars 7x7 episode 480 today we address the debate that's brewing about the nature of luke skywalker and the force awakens specifically is he still good or has he turned to the dark side punch it chewie it's rebel rousing fun for everyday jedi seven minutes a day seven days a week join alan Voivod for today's star wars 7x7 podcast destiny unleashed Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7 by 7 I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And before we get to the question of Luke's either Jedi or Sith allegiances, there is a bit of a Rogue One news that I thought I would share. I came across this on Indie Revolver, but they say that it was originally reported on Latino Review. And the rumor is this, that on Rogue One, a gentleman by the name of Christopher McQuarrie may have been brought in to do a little script doctoring, a little tightening of the nuts and bolts, as Indie Revolver puts it. Now, this is, uh, if it's true... Uh, Pretty neat, because Christopher McQuarrie is a rather good writer, at least in my opinion, but uh, decide for yourself based on his resume. He is, of course, famously known for bursting upon the scene with the script for The Usual Suspects way back in 1995 that was directed by Brian Singer, Uh, but he's also directed and wrote the most recent entry in the Mission Impossible series, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, so it'd be funny to have him (laughs) somehow involved in both rogue films what interesting timing that would be but he also wrote the script for uh edge of tomorrow also known as live die repeat they <laughs> when they tried to rebrand it and valkyrie so he's been tied to a, a few tom cruise projects actually but anyway he's uh, a pretty decent guy i would say to do a quick punch-up but the rumor is only that it was a punch-up not that he was brought in to trash anything that gary Whitta or chris Weitz had done so Make of that what you will, but uh, there's a little bit of Rogue One news for you. All right, so let's talk about Luke, shall we? Let's talk about Luke, baby. Let's... (laughs) All right, I'll stop there. Anyway, Luke, possibly a Jedi, possibly a Sith. Well... Is there really any doubt? I mean, uh, I guess there is, or at least people are just, you know, starved for news of Luke Skywalker, and so they're looking to do anything to drum up the uh, uh, the rumor mill or what have you. But the gist is this is that uh, Mark Hamill had done an interview with uh, a thing with Kevin Smith on Dinner with Friends that also happened to have J.J. J. Abrams involved in it and Stan Lee from Marvel, so, you know, Properties that all ended up under the Disney banner, as it were. And Hamill related a story about how he suggested to George Lucas that uh, Luke Skywalker in future installments could go evil. And there's also, I guess, some basis possibly in the fact that, because Luke went evil in the expanded universe in Dark Empire, if you uh, remember that story, uh, that was one of the ones where Emperor Palpatine's clones were traipsing about, and his consciousness had been transferred from body to body, and that apparently was something that, whereas George Lucas had initially said at some point that he wasn't really paying much attention to the expanded universe back in the day, that was a storyline that he actually did pay. some closer attention to. So, you know, whether it really bore on uh, his ideas for where an eventual sequel trilogy would go, you know, hard to say. I mean, he did have specific guidelines about staying away from the prequel era stuff, but he never did really uh, specify guidelines about staying away from certain sequel area stuff either. And they went and they filled out that whole time period that we're going to be talking about with the sequel trilogy starting with The Force Awakens. So, eh, Hard to say what Lucas's motivations might be in that regard. And that, of course, presumes that Lucas's motivations have anything to do with this, which I think, you know, despite him saying in that interview back in January that they're not making the movie that he wanted to make, I still think that there's a good chance that a lot of elements that he wanted to see in there are in there because we're finding out now, of course, that Michael Laurent is actually being credited with um, part of the story, so whatever he had been working on with Lucas had carried over, potentially, into The Force Awakens. So I think it's still quite an interesting possibility that Lucas has a hand in this after all. And there are some people who are making the case for Luke going to the dark side by looking at um, people's allegiances being flipped. For example, looking at Finn, how he changes from being a stormtrooper to going over to the Resistance, or Han Solo, who had initially, of course, described the Force as a, you know, an ancient uh, hokey religion, and now is saying it's true, all of it. Now, some folks are quick to point out. That costume has a lot to do with cueing us as to whether somebody is good or bad, and particularly the colors of the costume. Well, unfortunately, we can't see Luke by the firelight, presuming that is him, every reason to think so, uh, patting R2-D2 with his robot hand. But with a white sleeve, you know, that signifies that there's definitely good within him, for sure. Just like the flap on his basic black outfit in Return of the Jedi... Popped open toward the end and you could see the white underneath, the good guy underneath. Get it? Uh-huh. Besides, is there any way on Earth or <laughs> on a galaxy far, far away that R2-D2 would be hanging with a bad guy? I truly doubt it. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that there's no way that he's gone to the dark side. But I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. Chime into the blog post for the show's episode at SW7x7.com. Hey, Rebel Rouser. If you've got a business that you need to get in front of a bunch of Star Wars fans, then I've got an idea for you. I'm looking for a sponsor to get the entire Star Wars 7x7 team over to London for Star Wars Celebration Europe next July. And we get a ton of exposure when we do Star Wars Celebration podcasts. Not just the regular episodes, but the bonus stuff, and all the in-person stuff, too, not to mention all the live streaming video we do. So if that's something of interest to you, then reach out via the contact form at SW7x7.com, and let's talk! All right, time to wrap it up with some trivia. Dangerous and disturbing this puzzle is. Last time we asked you who reached for his laser pistol when an Ewok stuck a spear in his face. How rude. And that was Han Solo. Today's question, who sees Luke before the first Death Star battle and exclaims, I don't believe it. How'd you get here? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you give your droids to Jabba the Hutt, Check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not just a gift, it's destiny unleashed.